How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Board and Browsing Podcast. I'm your host, Danny. As always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Samson and Sean. Hi, I'm Samson, Sean's seventh grandparent that was hid from him. <gasps> what? Grandpappy? Gra- That's Is me. That you? The one convicted of all the war crimes? <laughs> they did tell you about me. Well, just, just that I had a mysterious grandparent who committed atrocities in Armenia. Don't we all? Well, like I said, I'm one of seven hidden grandparents. Oh, God. This is like the plot of an anime. <laughs> the numbers don't track on that unless there's a lot of divorce slash, like, nah. widowing going on. You don't on. have to understand it, Danny. It's beha- beyond your comprehension. Whoa. <laughs> I have this power in my bloodline. Nice. Anyways, guys, in terms of updates, we, we don't have much. We are going to be having a guest on in the next week or two, so be sure to watch out for that. I'm sure we'll post about it on social media. Yep. We did it's Ziggy Martin. Whoa, Ziggy. Yeah, it's going to be Ziggy Martin. We did stop doing the posting a different Shrek meme every single day because TikTok kept muting all our videos, and it was getting very frustrating for me to edit shit that just, like, could never see the light of day so maybe we'll continue it on like a different platform but if you're looking for those on tiktok they no longer exist because so... tiktok doesn't like fun yeah tiktok more like yeah. tickle talk tiktok is <laughs> tiktok is scared because they know that we're going to create uh big Bok, the Barton browsing video sharing service and they're trying to shut us down <laughs> early yep dude it wasn't it wasn't even like it was a like a lot to make the video it was just more to upload it because for some reason tiktok doesn't let you edit your descriptions at all Hmm. so if you if you make a mistake in any part of like the setting up the video you then have to take down the video in order to set it back up again and it's just like it was so and that will not be a problem with bikbok also maximum video length half a second bikbok is real Mm -hmm. flash media our gimmick on bikbok is every single day we're going to post uh, uh but butch hartman more like butch fartman <laughs> yep. it's once bad, a day I, I knew it was coming every up. day scratch that every day once every hour on the hour every day except for sunday because that's the lord's day and he is religious time for the asmr and other thing we do if you oh that's the plastic coming off oh that's the fortune cookie breaking let's see what's our fortune today podcast listeners wow okay this is this is verbatim. Sunset. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, oh my god! I does it say Butch Hartman this. more like Butch Fartman? I you know honestly, it's a little stranger. Sunset colon. Even Popeye didn't eat his spinach until he had to. Closed <laughs> quotation marks. <laughs> I've never had That's I've never so had good. a fortune cookie quote someone else. <laughs> and it's just sun. That's amazing. So, guys, in terms of renews and redos, it's actually an extremely light week, and there's only three things I really want to talk about. First off, Days of Our Lives has been renewed for season 57 and 58. Woo! Yay! Because that's what we need more of in our life. That gets my bread rising in the oven. Have you ever seen Days of Our Lives? Uh, when I was sick at home from school and like elementary school and middle school and we only had the most basic cable package. Mm. My mm-hmm. mom used to watch it all the time and she said, this is mommy's garbage show. 
You can't watch this. <laughs> and then she would always talk about her garbage shows, which was that. For my mom, that's Real Housewives. She watches like literally every state of Real Housewives. Yeah, oh. my mom too. But she also watches that Little People Big World show, which I always feel uncomfortable when it's on because I, I, just, I, I don't know, you know, is that in good faith? I, I just, I don't like. I've, yeah. I, anyway, <laughs> a lot of reality TV makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah. I love Breaking Amish because it sounds so much more intense Ooh. than it actually is. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like an, like an action movie starring an Amish person, but n- no, it's it's just about Amish people learning what alcohol is. Ooh, we should make that into a movie. Breaking Amish? Yeah. It's about a religious guy who who's trying to convert the world. Through murder. The true yeah. Amish oh. way. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh, we just alienated our Amish listeners. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sean, what did you do? Why would you do that? Wait, actually, I think I think we're missing a market here. Are we available to the Amish community at all? I don't know how you would be available to the Amish community. Don't they just like not use the internet? Let's go do live shows. <laughs> live shows, yeah, live shows. Live and radio. shows in Amish communities. <laughs> well, here's the thing: you're about to get schooled in Amish folklore, yeah, because they're fictional beings. There's the Metanites who are able to mm-hmm. use some technology. Then there's like the more pure Amish who. I don't know, don't use, like, any other than shovels. I guess what we're saying is, if you're an agent of Amish people, hit us up. Yeah, we want to make the movie Agents of Amish. It's like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., (laughs) but all the superheroes are Amish. Captain Pennsylvania. Transitioning onwards, did you guys see the trailer for Venom 2? No. I didn't. It was on, I had it written on a sticky note because a student told me to watch it, and I forgot. Okay, so... I I did check out the trailer. Here's what I got to say. They need to stop making CGI so dark. I like I know that they do it so that it looks better. And and that's the reason like the scenes are looking like really black. But you honestly can't tell the difference between the red symbiote and the black symbiote because of how dark the scene is. And I feel like it's going to be very tough to keep track of when inevitably the two of them are going to be facing off. Yeah. What? You're not excited for two blobs to fight each other? <laughs> I, know. I watched the new trailer for uh, The Green Knight, which looks sick. And then they were yeah, like, I saw that too. Watch the trailer for the new Venom. And I was like, no, no, thanks. No. And I closed out of YouTube real fast. But Samson, what if the theme song was Venom, 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 Venom? <laughs> I am excited for Woody Harrelson to play a villain, though. Like, Woody Harrelson is a great antagonist character i i think he does such a great job of like slowly making the the main protagonist just annoyed and pissed off to the point where like they have to kind of break and venom is the type of character that would definitely do that so i'm very excited to see what that entails but otherwise this movie like from the trailer didn't look that good gonna be honest is is tom hardy still in it yeah tom hardy is still playing venom tom hardy tom hardy more like tom farty You know, we didn't think this gag would carry over to multiple episodes, and here we are. Wait, nobody laughed. It must be because you didn't hear it. I said Tom Hardy more like Tom Farty. Listen, Samson, we know you just stole that from Ziggy. You can't come up with such a creative joke. That's not why we're not laughing. Oh, Hey, it's me, Ziggy. I'm here now. Oh, wow. Hey, Ziggy. Hi. Hey. Forgot about Ziggy. Did you hear my joke? I didn't hear you guys laughing, so you probably haven't heard it yet. Oh, I... It was, uh... I heard your little beta brother say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so my joke is, uh... Tom Hardy? More like Tom Farty. (laughs) (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) 
so funny. Uh, Danny's audio probably cut out. I won't repeat it because I'm cool and I don't need to repeat my joke for people. Oh, God. Ziggy's so cool. You've mastered stand-up comedy. Hey, guys. I'm back. It's me, Samson. Oh, okay. Welcome <laughs> Anyways, back. The, the final bit of news that I have is that Mystery Science theater 3000 is that how you say it yeah there's a 3000 yep they uh they officially passed their kickstarter goal and they will be getting more seasons which i think is super cool i've i've watched a handful of episodes over the years and always enjoyed it so i'm i'm excited to see what they can put out yeah i really like the newest season i feel like that show really depends on like pop culture references and like current (laughs) current going ons uh so like it was nice to like be able to understand the vast majority of the jokes in the new season. Yeah, that's what's that's what's so fun about watching the old ones. And then like, you know, something will happen on screen and I'll be like, uh-oh, did Susan Wright just walk in here? And I'll be like, ah, who? And then they won't explain. And they'll go on for another five minutes of bits about that, and I'll never get it. And that's yeah. it, it makes me feel back like it makes me feel like when Ziggy's in the room. And he's like Ooh. going on about something cool, and I'm just excited to you know be a part of it and pretend that I know what's going on. They mm. should they should have Ken Burns uh, do a remaster of the old ones, where every time they make a reference, it goes back in 1990. There was Susan Wright, the founder of the Republican Party. Did you know that Susan Wright founded the Republican Party in 1990? By the way, I'll be honest. I, I, I knew Susan that. Wright was a person. I have no idea who she is. Wait, I thought I thought Republicans existed before that though. Nope. Nineteen ninety, new party, look it up. Did did Hamilton lie to me? I'm Googling it right now, actually. Guys, why is anybody Googling this? This is obviously not true. Yeah. <laughs> Susan Wright No, Susan Wright is a conservative. Oh. Oh, there's also a murderer named Susan Wright. Are you sure they're mutually exclusive? Oh, she's in a Texas uh Congress. She's a, like a, a Congress person potentially potentially you don't sound very confident about that i think it's in a runoff or something like that Mm. and there's also susan lucille wright who stabbed her woof who stabbed her husband 193 times that's a bit excessive yeah come on a hundred is fine is there any part of the body left after that uh let's see i would never do something like that well well that's good I, I would hope not, because then you would just be confessing a murder on air. I can't say the same for other people in this Discord room. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, that's <laughs> about all we got for news this week. Anyone want to go first in what they've been watching? Samson, you go first. Yeah, Samson, you have the most. All right, so I've been very excited to talk about how I... uh, What? Sorry. Uh, Domino sent me an update saying get 49% off menu priced pizza 4 to 9 p.m. when you oh oh yeah when you place a car side delivery order online nice guys so Domino's please sponsor me (laughs) not Pizza Hut though nah Pizza Hut more like pizza suck I, I really thought you were going to go for pizza butt. <laughs> oh, that would have been better. <laughs> that would have been better. Pizza butt fartman. <laughs> Anyways, Samson, continue on. Anyways, I don't think it's funny to change people's names at their expense. It's a lot like bullying, Sean. But I uh, recently <laughs> finished watching. I'm sorry. <laughs> I made Danny Lapper the first time this episode. I had like seven strikeouts. <laughs> And here we go. But I finally finished Adventure Time, all ten seasons. I have not watched the movies yet. Oh, nice. 
nice. Damn, this show probably should have ended like five seasons before it did. <laughs> you know what? I don't think I'm ruining anything. Minor spoilers, I guess. But the Lich, for those of you that don't watch the show, the Lich is the main series villain. And they yeet his ass halfway <laughs> through the series. <laughs> and then they yeah. don't, like, they kind of have a direction. Kind of just, like, fleshing out things that haven't been, like, you know, like, t- closing off loose ends. But, like... Literally, the second half of the series is just explaining things that have yet to be explained in the universe. Fun. (laughs) Which is like, okay, sometimes. And then, like, the last three seasons are taken up mostly by, like, eight-part episodes that are movies. And, like, some of them are really cool. Some of them, I think, go along, like, go a little longer than they need to. And some just, it's a lot. I'm just saying it's really strong for the first, like, five seasons. However, like, I would say that, like, some of the gags do get better, I feel like. And there's, some of my favorite gags are from those last five seasons. So, like, overall, really solid. And, yeah, I mean, it's, again, it's really great for the, I think it starts out strong and it never gets, like, really terrible. But, like, I was ready for it to end by the time it ended. Yeah, but like the last episode is actually phenomenal, and I think they really stick the landing. I wish there had been more buildup to the stuff that happens in the last episode because they kind of start that arc again in the first episode of the last season, which is only like twelve episodes, and every episode's only ten minutes long, except for the finale, hmm. which is almost an hour. But it's like you you are so like this show is like <laughs> it's so frustrating in the way it like handles itself sometimes. It's like you almost have like you kind of have me and you kind of lose me at so many points and like. I just wish you would like it just didn't seem like it was thought out very well at at a certain point. I don't know what you think, Danny, because you you're I know you're a big fan, too. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's actually a combination of three different factors to the reason why the last few seasons of Adventure Time kind of structure the way they were. First off, Cartoon Network is terrible with animated shows that touch remotely on any type of adult themes. They will basically just like put them in the lowest priority until people basically are like craving and demanding it. And then they'll do these like bomb release episodes. They did the same thing with Steven universe. Well, they'll just like release a shit ton of episodes at once. And then you don't hear from them for the next like six months. Mm. And I, I think that's the reason they were doing these like eight part series was because then they were forced to air them all at once rather than just like, you know, spacing them out week by week. Cause I'm, if I remember from the airing schedule, I'm pretty sure they all came out like two a night every night for a week. Okay. That's mm. kind of cool. Yeah. So I think that's part of like why they were structured that way. It was like due to Cartoon Network. It might also be because that was the way that the writers wanted to structure it, but I'm pretty sure Cartoon Network had a big influence on that. And then the other thing is, I feel like as these shows go on longer, they wind up getting more pressure to stick out in the ratings. Yeah. And I think as a result, they get cut back budget-wise. So I feel like they they still tried to keep as many filler episodes as they usually did, but they probably should have put a bigger focus on like actual storytelling and building. And I think it's just because they were expecting to have more episodes. Yeah, and I like the one-shot episodes of just like, you know, that are just like a regular cartoon where it's yeah, just they're like, great. Yeah, I think I think Adventure Time does those really well. What I like about Adventure Time is I can watch a story from start to finish in a ten to 11, like ten to twelve minutes, and it really lost that at a certain point too. Like the movies are fun and everything, but like that's not why I watch the show. <laughs> and yeah. like it, it feels like they did a good job in those first few seasons of like doing a good like of like 
throwing in an episode every here or there that contributes to a larger arc or like bigger narrative that they are working on. And then you get big payoff episodes at the end of some of the seasons or like I think about like the big lich episodes and stuff like that, like or, you know, all the stuff with like Ice King and Marceline and like those mm -hmm. kinds of things where like they give you little nuggets and those are really exciting, fun episodes because they're again, they're just like a one shot thing, but they do have, again, a, a part of the broader narrative. And I think that's really appealing. And they really just go for just story, 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 like for eight episodes straight with those later seasons. And then some of that stuff never comes back. Like the stakes one, whatever the hell the Marceline movie is, uh, just goes on forever and really has no impact on the rest of the universe <laughs> for the most part. And it's just like, we're just going to do a movie. The purpose of that one was to just like have Marceline truly accept that she is a vampire. I think up until that point, she had been like, if I could turn myself back to normal, I would. Yeah. And then from then on, she kind of is just like, you know what? This is who I am. And like, accepts herself but i agree i also yeah. think the songs are like one of my favorite parts of the show yeah like any of the episodes where they have music going on is is fantastic no i i i agree i agree again i think the last episode really takes in like includes all of the elements that makes the show special and i think it calls back all of the characters for the most part my girlfriend's favorite character is snow Gollum from the snow golem and the uh, fire puppy episode and he was not in the last episode and she was pissed but they it's bring back pretty much everybody to be honest yeah, I, I no, know. the best the best but character is lemon grab i absolutely agree by, uh, lemon, grab is, lemon grab is my favorite character and He's so good. it, it dude, made it the worth the meme template yeah from dude, the finale un unmake me the joke unmake me <laughs> it was made watching those last five seasons worth it so for reference, Lemon Grab is like this character who basically screams. He's got like a very Rick and Morty voice because it's the same guy who voices them. And they're having this huge final battle and the like the big final boss is there. And Lemon Grab's standing next to uh, Princess Bubblegum and he slips through this note and, and like knocks her like and she's like, oh, what is it? And he opens the note and it just says unmake me. <laughs> and she just gets really mad and he's just like, please. <laughs> And that became a like that became a meme template for a little while, and I was a huge fan of those memes. Yeah, like Lemon Grab's just so great. Like the the whole like Lemon Grab eating his brother thing because yeah. of like <laughs> it's time for bed now. It's, it's just so it's ten so, years, ten years in the dungeon. It's it's great, and um, Banana Guards also become really great in oh, those yeah. last few seasons. That's also a reason I would say to keep going. Banana Guards gets great, <laughs> and um, the the Mama says episode makes the entire mm. king of ooh arc worth it just for that one bit where they yeah. just start singing mama sets <laughs> uh, but like it's it's good and like i i definitely recommend watching this show i mean i'm sure i feel like you feel the same way danny yeah yeah it's it's worth watching and i feel like it's a it's a long haul show where you can kind of take your time with it there's so much of it that there's no there's no you know rush to get through it and it, it's short enough where it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, 10-minute episodes is so easy to consume. 
When it's a long-haul show, you're saying it's, it's perfect for long-haul truckers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to, wanted to make sure. Can you imagine if, like, truckers are listening to the Adventure Time, like, episodes through their trucker radio? <laughs> I thought you were going to say if you can imagine <laughs> the truckers were listening to Bored and Browsing, <laughs> and I was going to say, no, I can't, to be honest. Yo, truckers, if you're listening, give a honk. Wasn't there a trucker a couple of years ago Didn't that, like, got in a collision because he was watching the Harry Potter movies as he drove? <laughs> I hadn't heard about that. I believe it. Uh, before we before we wrap this up, though, Samson, are you going to watch the uh, Distant Lands episodes? I am. I'm excited about it. I'm not a huge... I'm going to be honest. I'm not a huge Marceline fan, so like, I'm not super stoked. And I feel like too much BMO can be uh, very overwhelming. So yeah. I'm, I'm not super excited BMO. about the first two, but I'm very, very, very stoked for the uh, Jake and uh, Finn one. And I like Bubblegum mm-hmm. and... Yeah, I like yeah. bumblegum a lot. I like so bubblegum think... too. <laughs> yeah, I like mint bubblegum the best. Sean, <laughs> what what have you been watching? Wow, sorry, that was a, that was a hard cut. I wasn't ready. <clears throat> I watched uh, this. It was it was Mother's Day weekend, and my my whole family was uh you know all slurped up full of vaccine. So I went home, uh, said hello to my parents, and we watched uh, the 2021 film Nobody. On uh, on demand, which apparently is in theaters at this point. So this is a real fresh off the grill movie that you can go out and watch now Hmm. it's by one of the people who made john wick so it is very much like a a john wick style taken-esque action movie about i mean it's relatively generic in concept older white guy who doesn't want to do that anymore has to do that again. Oh, it's and Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was Odenkirk. about to say Bob Odenkirk is is the main character. Then then I know what this is. And it's is. also got a it's got Christopher Lloyd in there, which was nuts. And Weird. He, he's really fun in that movie. It's um it's very violent in the John Wick style, but the action is also pretty clear. Like it's it's not like the kind of choppy editing where you you can never exactly tell what's going on. And it's also got a pretty nice sense of um, sense of humor throughout. It's honestly, I I was very neutral as we began to watch it. I was like, okay, well, I'm just gonna watch this movie with my parents. But then it it ended up being fun. I don't think it takes itself too seriously, and it just it ends up being a good time. Hmm. But it is very very similar to John Wick. Like in this case, he kills like a some Ukrainian guy or some other insert, you know, Eastern European country there. And then he goes and he kills like every single one in the city. The plot's like vaguely similar to that. There's one part of it that it comes up very quickly that I wish they dealt with a little bit more, but the whole crux of it is that his house gets robbed by, by two robbers and his son tries to like fight them off. And then he like has one in like a chokehold, And then he has the chance to like, absolutely beat them to a pulp with a golf club but instead he just tells them to go away and run away and so everybody's like oh this guy's all weak when as we know he's really got a mysterious background shrouded in mystery (gasps) so so what you're saying this is john wick but with a family and a dad bod yeah and his family doesn't love him Mm. except his daughter okay so yeah it's it's honestly it's a lot of fun i can recommend it to anyone who liked the john wick movies or just as like down for just your standard action movie it's nothing special i don't think okay i I don't think it maybe is quite as good as john wick in terms of john wick it was like oh that's a john wick movie 
but it's certainly a, a decent time. Best movie I've seen that came out in 2021, because <laughs> it's... Nice. I think it might be the only one, so <laughs> right yeah, now true. it's got my number one spot. Best movie of 2021. All right. No, wait. Oh, dude, I forgot. Kong versus Godzilla in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, we saw those on yes, HBO I Max. Liked, <laughs> I liked it more than both of those. Okay. So, well, that's, yeah. Okay, so that's probably like a seven or eight. Yeah. Nice. So one of the things I kind of watched through this week is the new show on Netflix called Jupiter's Legacy. Now, this is like currently trending number one for the site. It's Ooh. it's the superhero type society where like the, these adults are, are they're 90, but they look like they're a hot 40, but super gray. Oh. And they've just been superheroes since like the 1930s. And they're kind of like passing along the legacy to their children. And this is such a like mediocre show except for the flashbacks so i would say in terms of like if you were to just divide the footage from the past and the present because there's two different stories going on there's the past where you're learning how they got their powers and there's the present where they're kind of dealing with the new issues that are arising if you were to divide the show between the past and present and only watch the past this would be like a nine out of ten the past segments are so much better than the rest of the show. It like it's not even like they're that good, but just in comparison to the rest of the show, it's so much better. There's something so compelling and interesting about like the 1920s stock market crash sort of spe- like spiraling this man to to go on this vision quest and discover this weird like sound that's calling him to to then learn it's like the reason that they get their powers and all throughout eight episodes all i wanted to do is watch the past stuff and just be like how did they get their powers like how did that contribute to the society they're in now and like how do they set the rules and and they keep teasing that like one of the members betrayed them and then just never really explain it and you're like i want to see more like if they had done this in a chronological order you do like four episodes building up to them getting their powers you do like one or two episodes in the years from 1930 to 2020 and then you do like an episode or two in, in modern day and show like the consequences, it would be a eight or nine out of 10 as a show. It just doesn't follow the right structure and it doesn't flesh out the things it needs to. And it really struggles for it. Hmm. Do you know if it's going to do another season? That's interesting. I have no idea. I would assume because like, so, so the way Netflix does the renewals and stuff is that the first season is a pilot. That, that's just, like, instead of a single episode being a pilot, the whole first season is a pilot for Netflix. So, theoretically, if it's sticking around at the top number one, and it has been for a few weeks, it's probably going to pick up for a second season, which would then technically be, like, the first season going through. I, I can't stay, like, I can't say for sure, but I would assume it's going to get picked up more. Like, it's got a pretty good cast. It, it's got a unique concept. It's just, goddamn, it really suffers from flawed, like, storytelling structure. Yeah. Hmm. And the thing is, I was reading online, too, and people were saying, like, yeah, like, if you if you just had the past stuff and did, like, four episodes, this would be an incredible fucking show. And it's just, like, the big argument and the big moral consequence that they, they keep being forced to deal with is that, like, the heroes, because of their leader, are stuck to this code where you can't kill anybody. Even if the villains are, like, killing you and your friends right next to you, they can't kill them. Like, that's their number one rule. And then the big conflict that appears is, like, if a hero starts killing the villain and like, how do you go from there? But it just doesn't feel as earned and warranted. Cause you don't know the backstory about like why that code is so important until too late into the series. So, yeah, that's too bad. Which is part of the reason why Batman is a little biatch. Yeah. 
it, it is a shame because I, I really wanted to like it and I really like the past stuff, but god damn, it was just like to the to the last few episodes I was skipping through all of the present stuff. I was just like, this is so boring. It's so tedious and monotonous. I just want to see how they got their powers. Mm-hmm. Give me the flashback. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's huh. one of the things I've been watching. So, but do you think it's it's worth it then in that case to watch? Or oh yeah, so yeah. Much? I think if you like superhero shows, you're gonna like this. And I think there's something very okay. unique about the past segments because I can't remember a series that specifically talked about like people in the 1929 stock market crash slash depression that followed and how that kind of like affected people who really did have it all and then lost it because of that. Like, like they're so unhinged. All the characters are just so unhinged because of it and like losing their fucking minds. And it's so interesting to watch. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll have to give it a look. See, that does sound kind of, in- that, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember the, the main character, like the main superhero dude, I'm pretty sure he was the like Lieutenant from transformers. Like the one who had like the, the wife and kid they kept trying to get back to. You might not remember. I don't know. Either way. Yeah, I know. I do not that was, remember. I, I kept watching it the whole time. I was like, this is the only credit I know him for is that he was in Transformers. Is it Josh Duhamel? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what he's in. I know his name somehow, and I don't know. I couldn't give you a single I was about to say, you just pulled Josh Duhamel out I, of I think nowhere. Like, Josh? I'll, I'll look it up. You, you can keep going. All right. So in the last week, I watched, it's several years old, but I finally got around to it, is Don't Fuck With Cats. Oh. It was really, really bizarre. Disclaimer, uh, if you like, if if you're not good with like dogs or cats dying in fictional movies, don't watch this because real cats die quite a lot. So this gets pretty violent. So just, just be forewarned before I go into this. But it's basically about... This dude puts videos of himself. This is it's it's a documentary series. It's a three-part limited documentary series on Netflix. And it's about these people start trying to hunt down this guy who has put videos on the internet of him killing cat kittens in really horrible ways. Ugh. They're really good about not showing more than they need to. It doesn't get explicit. It's more of like they show the setup of the scenario and then they cut away and have somebody else explain what has happened uh, that has seen it. It's basically about these people that started a Facebook group and were like, we need to hunt this guy down. I don't know if I want to talk more about it than like talk more about what goes on than that because uh, it just escalates and gets more and more insane as it goes on. And there's so many like twists and turns to this thing. But like where it kind of hints by the end of the first episode is that this guy might start trying to escalate to kill people. It gets really wild and nobody can find this guy because he's so elusive and is just like it's crazy where they like they take this room where the video of the cat, the cat videos were shot. And they're like, well, look, there's a vacuum cleaner. Like, where can you get this vacuum cleaner? So they're going through like these forums on the Internet and they're like, OK, so you can only get this vacuum cleaner in this place. So they're able to like track him all over the world based based on these like little hints they pick up from videos and stuff. It's it's wild. And it's so much more than just like that. And I mean, the people in it are truly fascinating. You get to hear a a man with a thick, thick New Yorker accent say, uh, read aloud a troll's uh, internet name, which is James E. Crams a lot in his ass. And uh, <laughs> watching this burly New Yorker be like, I don't know what the hell kind of name that is. James E. 
fits a lot, crams a lot in his ass. <laughs> um, so like, I mean, it's a good name, it's a, New Yorker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I recommend it if you like true crime, if you like mysteries, I recommend it. I mean, if you like docu series at all, I recommend it. It's three episodes. It's on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix. It's really fascinating. It's got big co- Tiger vi- ki- Tiger King vibes at first. Uh, in terms of like how eccentric some of these people in it are, but it really is much more of a true crime thing. And I, I do think that the the people that the talking heads they have, I think, help keep it a little light because the people are so eccentric sometimes. But it is very dark. With the the animal stuff is not my favorite stuff. But like I yeah. almost stopped watching it because I thought they were actually going to show things. Head like they don't show anything other than the setup and they again don't show which still is like maybe like a little much for some people so just be be warned but it is really solid danny what are you trying to indicate exactly i was trying to do the like the psycho carrot thing oh Oh, i thought you were pointing towards yourself as someone who that was too much for oh yeah it it (laughs) definitely is which has to say that doesn't make sense i know you're not into zombies zombies and gory what if i took a complete 180 and just only watched horror things for the next year how do you think i would come out as a person you'd be different we'd be talking yeah. to yanad at the end of it <laughs> yanad Danny. only watches horror <laughs> yanad's gone mad <laughs> i was gonna say sean you should talk about what what uh what else you've been watching but it looks like you kind of dipped I just said I haven't. I haven't watched anything. Oh, you haven't else. watched anything this else. Is, oh, okay. No, I, I watched that one movie, and that was that was literally it of the past week. No, that's fair. I've I had a pretty light week too, but I can talk about the other thing that I watched. So I, I because I was I I guess I just only watched Netflix this week, which is like, all right, whatever, kind of limited, but <laughs> happens sometimes. I watched Mitchell's versus the Machines. Oh, and this Ew. is yeah, this is the new animated movie that's come out. The only thing I had known about it, like going into it, other than that, it used to be called Connected, was that Alex Hirsch, who who made Gravity Falls, like he wrote, he starred, like he created Gravity Falls. He was hired as a story consultant for this movie. Interesting. So he he had a big influence on like what they were doing with the story, and it definitely shows because it's a fantastic movie. I laughed a little bit. I cried. I thought it was so genuinely heartfelt and amazing and funny. And like, this is a really great family animated movie. It's basically the story that this family who who's kind of at odds with each other, the oldest daughter and the father argue a lot. The daughter played by Abby Jacobs from Broad City and the dad is played by Danny McBride. Actually, is it Danny McBride? It might be John C. Riley. You're thinking uh, Yanad Bridebick, who's actually Andy. Yeah, Danny it, it's McBride. one of the two. I always, I always confuse the voices together. But basically, mm-hmm. they're kind of at odds with each other, and the daughter is going off to her dream school in California, and she's about to head out there. And instead, the dad decides that they're going to do a family road trip as one final like bonding experience. So she misses orientation. And they do this huge family road trip. In the process of doing that, robots take over. And they are the last no. humans and have to try and save humanity. And it's such a simple plot with a little bit of like added in chaos. And it's it's brilliant. The writing is just so good for this movie. It's really well animated. There are moments that I've laughed. Like I, I was saying before, it's just it's a really, really fun watch. And I really do recommend this movie a lot. Yeah, can can I quickly read off some of the cast members because it is yeah, a no, really it's, nuts it's got a cast. great cast. So it is Danny McBride, and then you also okay. got Maya Rudolph, Eric Andre, Olivia Coleman, Fred Armisen, Beck Bennett, John Legend, and Chrissy Teigen, Blake Griffin. But it has Conan O'Brien, so Sean won't watch it. <laughs> oh, Boo. and it's got Doug the Pug. 
Dug yeah. the pugs in it. Oh my god, the dog that they had in there. I, I'm not gonna spoil it because it's like it's a big gag, but one of the funniest gags involves around that dog. There's another that's just like a montage of them on the road. I showed that to my mom, and that was the only thing I showed to my mom, and she was cracking up. Like, this is just such a great family animated movie, and I I think, like, anyone of any age can enjoy it. And depending on where you are in life, you're either going to laugh the whole time or you're going to sob. So, Hmm. Or are you going to pee yourself because you drank too much Coca-Cola Zero beforehand and you're just so glued to that TV screen that you just forget that you have all that bubbly in your belly and you just (laughs) let it loose all over the couch and then your mom screams at you and screams at you and then you just can't stop your bladder even more because now you're scared and it's fight or flight so you fly after accidentally kicking your mom in the shin so then she disowns you and that's what happens if you watch a conan movie samson i know you're going through a lot right now but we we gotta keep personal lives out of the podcast okay we did we did have a talk okay sorry for airing your dirty laundry on on air uh sean (laughs) it's okay i mean i'm shocked that you brought up conan because that is what happens if i ever see a conan episode i just piss myself and i start screaming yeah we can't all have good taste oh actually i remember last week i wasn't sure what he was doing he's getting his own show on hbo max oh yeah well so yeah i kind of enjoyed that subscription (laughs) that's too bad also on hbo max now is new mutants for anyone who now wants to watch it so they can (sighs) complain about it with me boys please watch new Mutants. i saw that and i laughed so hard that you paid twenty (laughs) dollars to see it (laughs) dude i didn't my parents paid for it okay okay there you go. That's something. I wouldn't I wouldn't have paid for it. My parents paid for it. We don't need no education. I was just like, poor, poor Danny. Poor, <laughs> poor Danny. We don't need to watch this film. Samson, what, what, what else have you been watching? All right. Let's take a look-see, because I accidentally closed out of my notes. Um, F. Here we go. You take notes. I have also been watching Malcolm in the Middle. I watched this. I watched all of it in uh, middle school, and a friend recently told me that it really holds up. And I drank a little bit a couple of weeks ago and got the theme song really stuck in my head. <laughs> so uh, I convinced everybody to uh, watch it with me. Me and my girlfriend love it. It really does hold up. It that show is really funny and it's really solid. And um, from what I've seen so far, a lot of it aged really well. It's just it's good and it's enjoyable even at like at the age of twenty five. I, I like different characters a little bit more than I liked back when I watched it when I was 12. But like, damn, it's it really holds up. And I if we if I had seen this closer to doing our top five sitcoms, this definitely would have made my top five sitcoms. I thought it did. Huh. Uh, I thought it was an honorable mention. If Oh, it, yeah. For like, you, it was honorable mention, but Sean had it as a top five. Yeah, it's... Did I? Yeah, you definitely did. I remember we had a discussion about it because I was like, I could never get into it. Or no, maybe you guys were talking about The Middle. It was The remember. Middle. That, I was yeah. thinking it's The Middle because I was about to say, like, I have no conscious memories of Malcolm in the Middle other than the guy in Godzilla being in there, mm. Ryan uh, Cramjam. Oh, yeah. I do think it has... I mean, it's big middle vibes, I think, in the sense that, like, it is about, like, a dysfunctional, like, struggling family, you know, slightly, like, lower middle class. But, like, yeah, I, I think it's 
yeah, it's it's great. And if you haven't watched Malcolm in the Middle, go check it out, especially if you like sitcoms. And uh, if you've watched it before, I say go back and check it out again. Uh, watch some of your favorite episodes because it definitely is is still absolutely fantastic. And that theme song is probably the best theme song of all time. I think that's my favorite theme <laughs> well, song, hands down. I think the real question is, where do you stand on the spitoff Malcolm in the Middle East? Oh, boy. <laughs> it's a war film? Yeah, about when he turned 18 was failing high school and joined up with the military to go fight the good fight and then became disillusioned. Oh, no. That we weren't actually fighting terrorists. Guys, we, we, st- just... we got to stop pitching our shows on here. Someone's going to take our ideas. Damn I it. know. You're right. <sighs> Ziggy, stay away from this one. Yeah. He's so cool. Oh, no. Where'd Samson go? Wait a minute. Hey, it's me, Ziggy. I did. This is my voice, right? This is the voice I had in the last episode I was in, right? Yes, it is. Oh. Hey, it's me, Nistifer Colin. Hey, Nistifer. How you doing, hey. bud? Oh, he's gone. Oh, see you later, bud. Yeah, hey, I think so, his, uh, his throat might have hurt. I'm taking my idea that I came up with about Malcolm in the Middle East, and I'm going to pitch it to the CW. <laughs> no, right. they're going to make him so sexy. Right, I'm going to go copyright this with the Writers Guild of America. See you later. <sighs> Nice. We lost another one, guys. Guys, you know what we could talk about? Have you guys been keeping up with My Hero Academia? Nope. I'm standing. I'm waiting for that dub still. I thought it was out. Not on Hulu. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's not going to be out on Hulu for a while. It's been You're coming probably gonna out. Probably going to have to get, like, Funimation. All the subs have been coming out on Hulu since it aired. Oh. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure they have a deal with Hulu to Boo. air them. I could just dub it for you, King. Oh, that would be cool. I could do all the moises. Here's Midoriya. Oh, Bakugo. <laughs> I'm Ida. Oh, small mite. <laughs> that's that's all my wow. in his non-muscle form. Good small job. Mite. Like, oh, I'm Midnight. Oh. I actually just recently read through all of my hero Vigilantes, which is like a spinoff series done by the same writer. It's It's kind of interesting because, like, nothing happens in the first 75 issues. And then it just ramps up from, like, zero to a hundred and becomes such an interesting story for the last, like, 25 issues. It's still currently airing, but I was just like, god damn, this was so boring, and I just stuck with it because I heard good things. And it's like, if you're willing to just read 75 issues of mediocreness to get up to something really good, go for it. Uh, I'm not. I think it's it's nice, though, because (laughs) it touches on a lot of things that, like, my hero doesn't. Mostly because my hero is focused on, like, Midoriya and One for All and, and like, Class 1A and UA. Whereas Vigilantes focuses on, like, side heroes. They have a big focus on Eraserhead and, like, really flesh out his backstory with Present Mike, which I think is super cool. They talk on Midnight. They kind of talk about, like, what superhero society is like before All Might, like, you know, and his downfall. And I, I think that part of the world is really interesting and kind of talking about, like, you know, the the drugs that go on to boost powers and, like, all the back, sh- like, backstreet stuff. But it's it's just, it doesn't live, it, it doesn't live up to the same level as My Hero, which I, I think is understandable. Doesn't the main character, like, slide? His name, his name is The <laughs> Crawler, but his power is sliding go. <laughs> yeah. He literally, his power is actually pretty cool. As long as he has, like, three limbs on a surface, he can glide anywhere. I think it's cool. He can, like, glide up walls and shit. I mean, yeah, it's 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 not a bad power. No, no. Like, he's 
he's he's not a hero. He he's a vigilante. Like he didn't get his license. Oh, I heard at some point that this was ne- the plans to never become an anime, and I think I might be understanding why. Yeah, Just no, you, you can't more. make this an anime, but you can definitely tie some things in. Like I I won't say spoilers, but like some of the elements from this definitely connect into like like My Hero Academia. Like one of the villains' origin stories is actually revealed within like the first 20 issues and he's like a big villain in in, like the the earlier seasons of my hero so it's like oh so you're wondering how he became the way he is this is kind of the path that led him down that so that's all i got samson if you have anything else you want to talk about we can otherwise i guess we'll just wrap it up you know what i'll save it for next time okay yeah, so you can follow us on Instagram at Board and Browsing Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Board and Browse Pod. You can follow us on TikTok at Board and Browse Pod. And you can follow me specifically on Twitter at Slothenburg or on Twitch at Slothenburger. You can follow Samson on Twitter at the underscore big underscore Boomba and check out his music because it's pretty dang cool. Sean, where can people find you? Actually, before I say that, I have one more fortune for us. Let's oh. see. It's going to be hard to beat. My son, even Popeye, <laughs> didn't eat his spinach until he had to. But let's see what else we got. This isn't a bit. There's no fortune. Huh. It's just completely empty. I, I think I think the, the Chinese restaurant knew that they couldn't beat that first fortune. Yeah, they were like, we're done. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's Well, it. then I, I guess you can find me in, in this empty fortune cookie. I <laughs> Wow, I really, that... <laughs> Man, my, my entire bit here was resting on there being a fortune and a fortune cookie, mm. which, there you know, there really is 99% of the time there. So, uh, oh, you know what? You know, I'm going to make my own fortune. I actually got, uh, I got three updates for us. So, number one, High School Musical, the musical seri- the series will be coming out after this episode airs. So, we will probably pick up on watching it some point within the next two or three episodes so so stay tuned for our review of that because that's going to be hype number two we're going to have a guest on so stay tuned for that and number three which is something that i've kind of been alluding to and teasing but by the time this episode comes out i would have already announced it but i am planning for the entire month of june on twitch to not take any revenue and donate all of my subs and donations to no kid hungry i'm going to be doing a bunch of different tournaments and games we're going to do a live episode of the podcast so if you're not following me on twitch really do recommend it you can subscribe for free with twitch prime and then that money just goes straight to charity so you know that's a that's a fun thing you can do it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool. I can tell you guys about some of the tournaments we got going on. There's gonna be a GeoGuessr tournament where we're just trying to find a dog instead of like <laughs> any place in the world. It's just who can find a dog first. Uh, we're gonna do a teamed Minecraft speed run where teams of two have to compete to see who can get to the end first, and people can donate to either sabotage or help those individual players or teams. So you know it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun stuff. I'm gonna do some speed runs. Gonna do some challenges. It's gonna be it's gonna be all in the name of charity. And if we get like a certain amount donated i'll do these like ridiculous rewards like for one of them we're gonna email don Cheadle to see if he'll come on the podcast so the downside of this is that it, it means that samson will refuse to take any part because as we know he only donates to anti-charities mm. because he doesn't believe in charity <laughs> Agreed. No, that's that's my brother Ziggy. Oh, gotcha. Sorry, I you know I get them confused a lot. <laughs> but yeah, guys, this has been boredom browsing. Before I go, that one of the anti charities is Doctors Without Morals. <laughs> I just thought that was a really good bit, and I didn't want to move. On. <laughs> that's one of the ones that Ziggy donates to. Doctors Without Morals. Uh, oh, and and No Child Left Alive is one of the <laughs> other ones. 
<laughs> Although I don't even think that's a charity. I think that's a uh, a movement. Anyway, <laughs> I'm Sean. <laughs> I'm Samson. And my name's Danny. And this has been Board and Browsing, and we'll catch you all next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>